This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 111, Why You'll Never Learn Everything in English. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz, coming to you from Arizona and Boston, USA. Are you trying to learn every word in English? Are you going too broad with your language goals? Find out what to focus on when you set your goals to avoid this common mistake. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Lindsay, do you ever bite off more than you can chew? Oh my gosh, all the time. Yeah, I think this month we've bitten off more than we can chew <laughs> in At terms work. of projects. Yeah, I think pretty much. Yeah, this week, this month has been wow, busy. Good in a good way. I think they call that you stress, a positive kind of stress, yeah. right? But um, but it is a little too much going on right now. So yeah, I do tend to do this. I um, love this not, idiom, right? To to bite off more than you can chew. You can imagine yeah. someone eating like a big hamburger, and you yep. take too big of a bite and you can't even chew because you have too much food in your mouth. <laughs> and we use this for yeah. sure. We use this all the time um, to talk about what we're doing. Like Lindsay was talking about at work. If you've got too many tasks on your to-do list, too yeah. much going on at once, you're focusing on too many different things. It's hard to reach any specific goals because you just have too much going on. Yeah, there's that feeling that you can't get deep into anything because you're always monitoring mm -hmm. everything else that needs to get done. Right? Yes. Um, what What about you, Aubrey? Do you have a tendency to do this? Oh, 100%. I am yeah. like the ultimate multitasker where I'm always trying to do a million things at once. And yes. so often I don't get any of them done. So I have oh, to no. set very clear goals, very clear to-do lists with priorities, yeah. you know, prioritize everything. Otherwise, I I'm not going to get anything done. Yeah. And when we think about learning English or learning another language, especially Especially as adults, it's kind of overwhelming, especially if we start, we're starting intermediate level around the intermediate level. It's overwhelming to think we have to learn everything, right? Every exactly. vocabulary word. How can we handle that? Yeah. So just like with your daily to-do list, it's similar where you need to set very specific goals. You need mm -hmm. to prioritize different mm -hmm. vocabulary, different study areas, mm -hmm. because if you try to do it all at once, if you bite off more than you can chew, then you'll find yourself not progressing in any area and you can get really frustrated and feel like you're not learning anything. I mean, the human mind, science has has proven that we need to see progress. The, it's the yes. uh, endowed progress effect. You can look it up, right? It's a scientific principle that that's why progress bars work so well mm -hmm. <laughs> in, in online courses or anything. We need to see that progress we're making to feel motivated to want to continue. But if you, th I mean, how many words are there in the English language? Gosh, I mean, millions. I don't know, I know, right? Exactly. So if you think about that, if you start from there and you say, I have to learn everything, that's never going to work, guys. 
Yeah, if you imagine a progress bar of everything you could learn in English, you oh wouldn't see it move. No matter how much you're studying, you wouldn't see it move because there's just so much to learn. <laughs> Whereas if you divide it up and realize, you know, think about why are you learning English yep. and focus on specific vocabulary, then your progress bar becomes much more finite, much smaller, and you would see it move as you learn things. And then you'd be able to keep that motivation. Yeah, you're going to enjoy it so much more too. So, okay, so we've decided that we're not going to learn everything in the language. So then what are we going to learn, Aubrey? How can we decide what to focus on? Yeah, you want to start with a very specific focus. So first figure out why you're learning English. Do you want to be a medical translator or a doctor? Do you need to take an exam? That mm -hmm. is going to help you come up with a much more specific set of vocabulary. Then you yes. can become fluent in that area of English and you're going to feel that sense of satisfaction, that sense of progress. I know. I love it because this is great. You can also set up more real checkpoints for yourself. Like let's say you want to become a doctor and you decide that a, that a monthly checkpoint for you is to join a LinkedIn discussion on whatever your specialty is, mm. right? And then maybe there's a live event, a meetup or something of doctors or surgeons. And to be able to have that conversation with them, that'd be a very clear checkpoint, something you could participate in to know your level and how you're progressing. So it just makes it easier to have those checkpoints for yourself when you're specific. Yes. And so once you have your goal, then you need to decide how you're going to learn that vocabulary, right? You need mm -hmm. to be specific about your methods as well. Are you going yeah. to create a vocabulary notebook by topic, add a few words each time you mm -hmm. listen to a podcast or a TV show? And then you have to be really proactive about using that vocabulary. Don't just let yes. it gather dust in a notebook, right? You want to mm -hmm. use it every time you practice English. Be really proactive about using that vocabulary. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And and you'll want to because it's connect. That's the other piece here. You'll actually want to study more because it's connected to something bigger than just learning the language. I mean, we believe that, you know, we're not necessarily here just to learn a language. We're here to connect and we're here to succeed in our lives, in our careers, in our personal lives. So if your ultimate goal is to become a doctor, you need English for that. Then you're focusing on that real world result, you know? Exactly. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. And I think another big point we want to make here is that you don't want to get overwhelmed. You don't yeah. want to overdose on English. Mm -hmm. You have so many resources at your fingertips with the internet oh and streaming movies and TV podcasts. There's so much that you could be spending time on. Yeah. You have to know what is really helping me. You need to mm -hmm. see the success, the progress from that. You need to have goals that are very specific about what you're spending time on and then reassess often so that you don't get stuck in a rut studying, yeah. spending time on something that's not actually helping improve your English. Yeah, I love that. I think the last time we recorded a few episodes back, we talked about, you know, conducting kind of a P&L, a profit and loss yes. index, <laughs> an inventory of what you're doing 
every you know every three months or every month. I think you said suggested even more often than that, Aubrey. Every week or so is what you said. Yeah, we right? started realizing as we discussed mm-hmm. it that if we do it monthly, we wouldn't even remember what we had done right, early in the right. month, like weekly yeah. at least. So you remember, you know, what TV shows you watched, what podcasts mm-hmm. you listened to, and yeah. how effective they were. Right? Did yeah. you feel like you did learn new vocabulary? Were you able to understand most of it and improve in some way? And yes. if you wait to the end of the month, you wouldn't be able to remember what you did on the first. Yeah, I love that. If you guys want to hear that episode, go back and type, come back to our blog, allersenglish.com and type in entrepreneur because it was about how to mm-hmm. learn English the way an entrepreneur runs a business. Such a good idea. But I love this again, because it's so rooted in, in our true success. It's rooted in our dreams, actually, is what it is. Exactly right. We want to keep the end game in mind always. What is the bigger goal? What do you want to do with English? All of us are learning these languages for a reason. And if we keep that in mind, then we'll continue working toward that we're going to be doing baby steps, but always with the motivation of that bigger goal in mind. Yeah. And just one final point. I love this strategy because it keeps us away from the danger of comparing our progress with others. Right. So if you see your peer next to you, whatever, someone in your ESL class, maybe they have a very different goal. But you if you're not honed in on your career goal or your personal goal with English, you might be comparing yourself to their progress, which is dangerous. Yeah, that's such a good point to remember. Everyone Mm -hmm. has a different goal. They also have different time constraints, you know, Mm -hmm. different. uh, Everyone's situation is so different. It's so dangerous to compare because then you can get discouraged if you see someone improving faster than you are. Remember, they have a very different life, a very different schedule. Just focus on your own goals and what you're able to do to maximize your time. I love it. So good. So good. Aubrey, what should our listeners do? How can they make sure they don't miss All Ears English any day? Yes. Follow the All Ears English podcast or wherever you find your podcast. We release four episodes every week and they're all full of great tips for learning English as well as vocabulary and how to use it to connect with people in English. Yeah, we love teaching you guys and showing you how to focus on something new. Learn English in a new way, a different way. And this is where we do it right here. All right. Thanks for hanging out, Aubrey. I'll see you in the next one. That's awesome. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>